Uh, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Zealous State of Mind podcast. You're the Guru of Gains, also part of the West West Network. Uh, today's guest is a social media well-being expert and uh, friend from uh, my Nabu Grammar. Welcome to the show, Tony Laulu. Appreciate it, man. Thank you for having me. Uh, th- thank you for coming out. Um, I uh, saw some of your stuff uh, online, obviously, and then when you're on uh, the Thought Plantation podcast, and I was like, man... I've got to get this guy on, and especially um, I saw recently the social dilemma, mm-hmm. and I think I took a lot from your uh, podcast with uh, Gio, and then then watching um, the social dilemma. Mm. Um, yeah, those I was like, you know, uh, some of the posts you did, you know, uh, what's the one? Um, like if you were both looking at your phone in bed. Mm. You, you sort of like if you're okay with it I'm okay with it type of thing something like that mm. Mm. <laughs> and I was like oh I'm so guilty <laughs> yeah man it's, uh... so some of your posts is like really like what's happening in it and mm. I was like um, yeah we could pick your brain and, and and learn from you from your experiences and stuff like that it's for sure man yeah, yeah for sure so yeah how, yeah talk us a little bit about, uh, for your dream how you uh, uh, how you got into it and mm-hmm. and what you're up to now yeah um how i got into it um was almost kind of by accident bro um you, you probably heard on the other podcast but yeah it was i had i had my own issues with social media or just just being on my phone man um you know my my oldest boy's nine now and and the first couple of years of his life and and even um maybe a few years before that um that's when social media started to really develop um you know i got my first little whiff of it with um bebo you know and, and that was really exciting to be on you know like well bebo was um it was interesting like just uh that's when that's when you start to when i reflect on it it's when you start to get that um those sort of social uh validations you know mm. like um remember I think it was um, each day you could give out three hearts. Yeah, yeah. I think it was something. Like <laughs> yeah, that. yeah. No, I think you're right. And and you'd you'd see on different people's pages like how many hearts they accumulated. Yeah. You could also I remember that you could um, rearrange your top friends, you know, and like have like and you could you could pick ten or you could pick five and you kind of just move them along. Like it's just like like dumbass man, yeah. like. And this is me as like an early twenty year old, like who's gonna be in my top five friends like, <laughs> like the hell are you? you sound like a little bitch. <laughs> who's in my top friends? Like anyway, bro, like that that was my first one. But but that Bebo wasn't um accessible on, on a smartphone because smartphones were just kind of new then you had to you know, you had to log on to like a desktop. Yeah. There wasn't an app version of it, you know. So but then Facebook came along, um, about ten ten years ago, you know, and, and it started to really develop and yeah, man, and so that's where I got caught in it. Is um, it was just a fascinating piece of technology, the smartphone. You know, you could just um do everything on it. Like you could catch up on all the rugby highlights on NRL, Super Rugby. You could watch um, you know, highlights of anything on on there. You know, then you could um, instantly message people and just be in conversations. Yeah. Um, you know, and just be on the net. Um, and 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 so that whole scope of things that you can do on a smartphone was things that i was progressively getting um addicted to and and it was just an escape really um like your traditional addictions um you know people run to the bottle 
if you know things aren't going well and or people want to take drugs or get on different sorts of addictive substances because they're just trying to run man mm. they want to suppress something they feel oppressed or they feel depressed and so that's where they escape to and, and for me I, I never really had any issues with any of those um, addictions but what I realized over time is social media was the thing that I'd I'd escape to mm. to you know not confront um, the shitty parts about me uh, not confront uh, relationship issues or you know it was just if I was finding uh, a day hard I'd pick up my phone and, and you just escape into this uh, social media world for however long you want bro so yeah. in that sense um, I did that for years man without really doing some proper work on my character I was actually in, in, in that time was building this other character online <laughs> yeah bro which was um, you know it was all for show really and so I had put out this facade over years, um, you know, of me, someone that was, um, you know, uh, you know, had had studied, um, you know, I wanted to present myself as someone that had some sort of intellectual level that was half a level more than anybody else. <laughs> I'd be opinionated, you know, and I'd get into arguments on, on New Zealand Herald, <laughs> like articles <laughs> about shit that I, th- I thought I was just so smart, eh? And so I had built this persona um, over a couple of years just thinking I was the smartest dude. Um, when in fact, um, in reality, you know, I probably wasn't. And I was. it was just an easy place to just create this, um, you know, alter ego, you know, of, of a person. When in fact, um, you know, my true self and my and myself outside of the cell phone was suffering big time, you know. Mm. But... Um, that's that's the sort of realities of of what I went through, um, mm-hmm. and yeah, man, it just got to a really tough tough spot, man. Yeah, it seems more like less. It's more harmless, eh? The escapism of it, mm-hmm. you know, than, as opposed to running to the bottle or, or different things like just playing, you know, playing on your phone. Seems more harmless, you know, like mm-hmm. a couple of hours, but as opposed to getting drunk or getting in a fight or. I don't know something excessive, you know, like that. You're not really hurting anybody. Mm. It seems less, but it actually is more harmful than we think, sort of thing. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Would, the, yeah. Would your build up like a? It was obviously it was gradually as more apps and more options on the phone. You got more mm. and more addicted slowly over time. Yeah, man. Yeah, I mean that's that's the evolution of um, social media in itself. You know, um, and you know we mentioned offline that you had watched the social dilemma. You you got thousands of people, engineers out there, and their job is to try and find out how to keep you engaged on the app. Mm. Um, and so there's there's they have their own agenda around why they keep you on there, but um, they're doing a great job because look for someone like me, who you know my first impression of Facebook was like this looks plain plain compared to Bebo because Bebo was full of colour you could mm. customise your little banner at the top yeah, yeah. Samoa 685 soldier <laughs> like on that picture there. Uh, 274 like I don't yeah. know warrior you know all the like, dumb stuff anyway um, whereas Facebook you, you don't have yeah, as many those options, options. Yeah. it's just baby blue and white is, is yeah. what you get but um, you know they've done a good job because they've com- they converted anybody that was on Bebo, MySpace, and any other place for them to all congregate in Facebook. You yeah. know, and now Instagram's the new one, and they bought Instagram anyway. So, you know, they've they've done a massive job on on how how to engage um, a consumer or a user. Yeah. You know, as they say on social uh, on the social dilemma. So yeah, man, um, that that was me. I just 
progressively got worse um, yeah. because they found a way to engage me they found the algorithms that i liked and all of the stuff that i viewed so any video i'd watch just a little half scroll and oh, there's something else that looks interesting mm. to me so i'm full-on engaged there yeah man i was like hurt when i when i saw some of that stuff and i was like <coughs> you know like i was caught by the, i thought i was smarter than this mm-hmm. <laughs> but nah nah they, they're smart people eh? Oh, there's yeah. engineers and that and they, they they study it and the psychology of people and mm-hmm. um you know the things they would do to yeah with the algorithm Mm. algorithms and that like mm. if i search for something then more of that mm. stuff would pop up and i was like man i didn't even know you mm. know a lot of these things and mm. yeah i thought i was more onto it than, mm. I, than I thought so yeah hearing your uh, podcast and then um watching that i was you know it was more i was more aware of it but even still i still find i feel like we're all addicted in some way eh? like just more more than others or you mm. know that type of thing mm. um it takes like a, a level of like honesty, yeah, in a way. That's mm. what I really like about you that, you know, you're really honest honest about it and you've done something as well because, mm. you know, it's easy for us. Ah, I'm not addicted or whatever and mm. I use it, um, you know, in a good way or, you know, mm. we sort of lie to ourselves. That's it, bro. It takes a level of honesty, yeah. And I'm like, <coughs> I'm, I'm addicted. Uh, I don't know what level that it is, but mm. um, yeah, that's why, I, you know, I want to keep trying yeah. to learn and add some more tools to the tool belt eh, to, to navigate through it bro it's um I, and, and you're totally right man it's it's honesty and then accountability um and and one of the questions i ask in, in some of the workshops i do is bro when i ask um was it what are the positives of social media every workshop and everybody will say oh it's to keep in touch with my friends and family overseas when i pick that apart though and i say i ask a question like look Imagine a pie graph, you know, for seven days from Monday to Sunday, you know, and, and, you know, that whole pie is your whole time on social media. How much of that pie is you engaging with your friends and family overseas? No one's ever said over 5%. It's it's always like, honestly, if I'm honest, probably message my cousin once or twice. And then I'm like, what's, what's with the other five hours then? You know, a day. And and people are starting to realise, oh, okay. So 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 people use that as, as a as an excuse. It's just a nice little go to yeah, yeah. um answer, um, to deflect from what's actually happening all of these lost hours in a day. Because you're not spending three or four hours in touch with your family every day. Yeah. But that's the first answer that comes that rolls off your tongue. Yeah, yeah. I love social media because yeah, get to catch up with you know but in reality that's not actually what what the main purpose of them being on social media is. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it is a good answer, but the reality of it is, it's not mm. that. Eh? Is it? Man, I got um, you know, I got two kids, one's two, and one's four months, and like I think I've re- we've already got our daughter somewhat addicted to YouTube, and I'm like, man, like I think I had this thing in my head. I was like, oh, when they get older, I'll get them off it. But am I am I is this an illusion? Am I lying to myself? You know, like. Just because we're being lazy, you know, just put it like maybe it won't go away, but I'm just telling myself, mm. oh, when they get older, I'll, I'll say, nah, nah, you can't use this anymore, mm. type of thing. Because um, I had a, I had a, in my mind, I'm like, um, is it possible for them to not have a social media account till they're 18 in this day and age? Bro, 
that's the that's the thing. There's no real um, regulation or set standard. It, it'll it'll vary from family to family, man. Like um, I met I met uh, you know a Samoan lady um, two or three weeks ago in the workshop, um, and and her rule was until you have a job, you can have a phone and social media. Whereas you know within that same workshop, there's a mother that already has a daughter who's on social media and she's 13 because 13 is the age. And so she said, well, when you're 13, you can have social media. So it varies, man. I, I think it comes down to um, what your standard is as a family. Um, with all the information presented to you about the, the pros and cons, the impact that may possibly happen when kids are on social media too early, um, and then I think that's where you can make an informed decision as a as a father or as a, as, as a couple, as a parent, you know. Um, and but you know, if you're asking for my opinion, um, I think so. I, I think for my boys, I don't. I don't think I'd consider it till they're even 16. Possibly, you know, the dream would be 18. There's so much outside of the screen that they get to experience, and I think uh, we rob them of those experiences um, because of this device. And like, like I, I never got it right. Like I said, with my with my oldest for the first couple of years of his life, right up until maybe he was close to five. It was just like any other kid that you'd see, just, um, you know, any setting where, um, you know, we don't need him running around, chuck him the phone, you know, and, and he can be on that for however long we allow, you know. It's just, um, for me, the honest the honest um, thought that I had after realising what I'd done is I was just being lazy, to be honest. Mm. I think our parents done a good job with settling us when we were young because there was no... You know, there was no phones. So when you're at church or when you're somewhere, it's it's just paper and pen. Or else, you know, <laughs> or else just go and play outside kind yeah. of thing. Um, it, so it's it's really interesting. Within one generation, there's a total reliance on, on a device mm. to pacify a child. Yeah. Like, this, it's just a dummy now. You just... Um, but I guess in, in, in certain situations, I think you, you can't avoid it. You just need to. But... You can you can kind of see um, where it's a problem when um, they throw a fit when you take it off. Yeah. When yeah. there's an absolute reliance of this child to have a device to go to sleep to settle, um, that they they have now an expectation that you're going to give it, and when you don't, they get a bit you know yeah. funny. That's when you know you got a problem because you've allowed. And sometimes parents have said, "Oh, how do?" You know, my my son's five and just can't get off the phone. I'm like, the the question shouldn't be about your son. It should be about you and what you're allowing in your household. So, yeah, gets a bit uncomfortable then. Yeah, like, now you're right, man. Because we'll like uh, play with our daughter for hours. I mean, and have, have um have breakfast or whatever, and then like I'm tired. <laughs> Check on the YouTube, mm. <laughs> and it is lazy, really. If I, if I think about it, and now I've I've um. Yeah, developed a habit of where she she wants that. Uh, yeah, and she does kick up her fan. I was like, man, can we? I guess, but sometimes like if we're not lazy, we will play with her all day or, or find the ways to to her mm. not. Um, and she's better. She's bit definitely better. But it does take more effort, eh? Mm. It does take more effort. Um, it's yeah, but I, I I believe we can um get them back off of there. Just it's more up to us, right? It's it's probably more if you see it more of a, a reward than it is um, oh, yeah. you know their their absolute right to yeah. watch YouTube then then that changes their mentality I believe that you know 
if I've exhausted everything in my day, I've, you know, I've spent time with, you know, I've spent time with the kids, and you, know, you make it clear that okay, you can watch, you know, two episodes of Daniel the Tiger, yeah. and then, and then that's it. I think I think what I've realised is, um, as parents, we're really scared to um, have our kids be bored. Mm-hmm. You know, we want them to be engaged because we think that you know them by by them not doing anything at home is a sign of you know we're not doing a good job. Yeah. But when in fact, bro, my whole childhood was filled with being bored. <laughs> but I, I promise you, these the, our kids will not sit there for longer than half an hour and and not do something. They'll find something to do. And I, and I believe like that's where the creative juices come, bro. Mm. Is like. Because right now my boys have no interest in it, um, unless I say so. Um, you know, we'll play Nintendo sixty four or something. But, bro, they're, they're at a point now <laughs> that they will just go outside. Like they've made their own little cities out of their, you know, these pieces of wood they find everywhere. And inside, you know, there's a section of the sitting room that just has all these cars with these garages, and and they they make all of these stories and scenarios. <laughs> You know, and and it's really cool to see because yeah, yeah. that's how I grew up. You know, and and there's there's no thought of oh, can I play this now? They have an iPad. It's never been charged like the last couple, maybe months, maybe years. Like it just sits there because they they just have no interest in it. They want to get back to their little you know story <laughs> over here that they're creating. So that's cool, man. Yeah, they can get you know, like you said, that um, they they're watching it growing up, and now you've got them back to being being normal like the way you were yeah. growing up in that age. I just let them be bored man like yeah. there's yeah. It, it's not going to kill anybody yeah. if for them to be bored because they'll find things you know um, that's an opportunity almost that I see for them to find something to do you know that honestly I've tried it when when I was weaning them back off like yeah they'd come oh I want to watch this but man like now it's just <laughs> they, they're so uh, creative and self-sufficient mm. in their creativity that um that they don't need a device. Yeah. Plus with a device, man, like it, it is super entertaining, and I, you know, I, I get engaged too. Thing is, those those things don't talk back to you. You know, there's no real proper um, human communication and connection. Yeah. That um you you'd miss otherwise if you know if you were off a device. You know. No, that's a really good tip. I never thought of it. Just let them be bored and and then start to use their own creative juices. So mm-hmm. definitely have to try to implement that with our kids. Just getting bored again. Mm. And then figuring something out from there, eh? I think making sure that there's stuff around. Around, yeah, 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 yeah. So they can sort of build yeah. a fort or yeah, that's right. a dollhouse or whatever, yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, oh, man, nice. that's it. Um, what was it called? Um, with the kids and um, uh, like lockdown, because uh, it's a big of a bigger uh, turn, there's more kids online and that. Mm. And there was all the... Uh, Cause I don't want to get straight into that, but you would had a good post about emotional maturity, and um, well, we talked 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 about it a little bit there, looking for belonging. Um, mm. What's it called? Uh, validation. That's a big one, eh? Because we're not getting validated from parents or wherever, eh? Mm. You could see it on the on the show where they would like get excited if they get likes or different things like that. So just giving attention in that as well, eh? Yeah, bro. Valid- validation and. Um, and belonging, and then sort of moving along with that, with the, oh, it's hard to bring up, but the, the pedos and all that out there, because everybody was at home more, mm. and then I uh, listened to podcast, this guy who's, um, 
expert on human trafficking. And, and that's a way for people to reach kids, eh? Mm-hmm. Start talking to them, start these little conversations. And, that. and so it's a lot more dangerous than we think, eh? With like with yeah. those dodgy people out there and that. Yeah, like you said, with um, with your other addictions, the the um, the effects of social media aren't as obvious as someone being drunk or you know they look like they just finished a session or something. It's, it's stuff that you can you know disguise and hide quite easily, and so it's it's the same way with kids online. You know they they might look okay, but when they're in their room and there's you know they're on social media can't really tell if they're going through any issues or who they're communicating with you just you, you got no idea um if they haven't probably been taught around you know um safety online and so yeah man it's it's big like you um kids get groomed i think it's more prevalent overseas but um you know what's not to say that that it's happening here i think one one big thing and and i know some people m- might not agree with me but TikTok is is just a massive feeding ground for that because you've got little kids dancing now and 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 you know it's not all dancing but um that's where i think these people will thrive from from uh, mm-hmm. you know uh research and and and, docu- and documentaries and podcasts that i've listened to TikTok's the place that they just go hunting on because yeah. it's the new thing for the for for the younger generation you know and so um yeah, I only bring that up because the, the, for the li- like for myself and the listeners, like for us to be more aware of, you know, if we just put the phone or the iPad or whatever in front of them and then go, you know, make dinner and that, uh, we don't know what they're consuming because they're just sitting there quietly. Mm-hmm. We don't know who they're talking to, what they're doing, and stuff like that. For ju- for us to just be more aware of when I heard that, I was like, man, mm-hmm. we really got to set up some things, um, some tools and different things because you can set up stuff on your your computers and that too, eh? Yeah. Yep. Um, they have those controls and they have apps where you can monitor and see when they're active there's also a company called Family Zone who's an Australian company where yeah. you can switch off the activity and all of that but I, I guess my, my opinion on that I, th- I think that's a good way to control um, and monitor device usage but I think it's um, a little bit deeper than policing it that way that's more of a you know, and not an iron fist, but you're almost um, controlling it away in a way where you know you turn things off and you right. block this and that. What I think will be a little bit more um, handy and more useful for the child is is, is the is the connections that it has to their emotions to educate and teach them that you know um, if you are communicating with people online that um you should watch out for abc you know right, um, right, right. um when you are um accepting people make sure it's only people that you know if someone dms you and you don't know who they are or it looks like a photo from a guy that's from school these are the things you need to check before accepting it because i think um you know uh, you know we remember as young kids man and and with the opposite sex you get real excited um and you almost just uh bypass all of the common sense stuff to and for me man i'm glad i wasn't you know you know a teenager today because i would have struggled big time man like and so yeah those are those are the things that i think parents really need to have a talk about and it's consistently you know it's education because you know it's just like at school when i've heard of you know spoken to to parents and educators this year 
you can put whatever block you like at school, they'll still find a way to mm, access the Wi-Fi. Right, and right, it's right. and same thing at home. You you can you can turn off the Wi-Fi. You can. What's well, not to say they just buy data? You know, like yeah. they're still able to 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 access something, um, regardless of what kind of policing you do. Yeah. Um, you know, you think you're doing a good thing, but uh, in fact, like like we both know, it's it's just the conversations, man. Just the warnings and and doing it that way, and maybe in you know, um, in partnership with those um, blocking apps and and you know, sort of stuff. But yeah, man, that's just my yeah, yeah, educating as opposed to yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Oh, no, that makes sense. Eh? Just like with other things that you're gonna go out or whatever, mm. these are the things that could happen. Be be aware of, mm. have um, you know, some safety things. Mm. Course, um, things and um, you know set out for you, and then mm. you should be right, sort of thing. Yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I heard a good one uh, recently. Uh, they, I think, it was some families are saying they have thirty minutes of consuming a day, but but creating is unlimited mm. as long as the kids are un- uh, creating. Mm. Do you think that's um, you know doable type of thing? So if your kids, yeah. you go, all right, you can look at whatever you want for thirty minutes, but uh, but if you can, cr- if you're creating stuff, whatever it is, then you can. There's no time cap on mm-hmm. that type of thing. Yeah, I spoke to a dude that um has the same sort of rule. He's uh you know he's Samoan fella, um Torvio, I think his name. Uh, worked for Microsoft for you, so he understands. You know, um, I think it, I might have heard it from him too. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and and he he said he said sort of the same thing. Um, you know, if if one of his children wants to do coding which is obviously online and, and involves them being in front of a screen, then, um, you know, there's no real cap on that. Mm. Um, but if you're just watching YouTube clips, then, then there is a set time. I, I think it's doable. I mean, with the way that schools are pushing STEM, you know, with uh, science, technology, engineering, and I think it's maths or something, I, th- I think it's useful for kids to be online. Um, and so in terms of creation, I, I think... I think that's a good idea, but um, make sure that the kid actually wants to create first, and then secondly, um, that you're not using that as an excuse to <laughs> let them be on. Yeah, you know, because yeah. you know, bro, you know, as kids, man, we'll just make up, you know, whatever it is. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no yeah. I'm creating, <laughs> creating what friendships online, like, will <laughs> justify yeah. any yeah, way yeah. to be on. You know, um, yeah. Because the 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 pull to consume, I think, is a lot greater than the pull to create. You know, mm, yeah. um, because you know you don't have thousands of engineers encouraging you to um, create or code or you know, do something productive online. Yeah. But they do have thousands to pull you to consume. Mm. Um, you know, material or stuff online. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, mm. good. that's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, was, uh, I like that one. The um, thirty minutes, but then creating. Mm. Good, but it's not black and white as yeah definitely yeah. have to be aware of their little tricks eh? yeah that's right man yeah. uh, TV uh, versus YouTube social media like I noticed my um, my daughter will go feral like um, if she watches uh, YouTube mm-hmm. like I don't know an hour or something like that and then she gets tired and try to you know oh it's time to eat or time to bath she'll go feral mm. but I, noticed, I don't know if it's just uh in my head or not but I noticed the TV is not as seems like it's not as bad is it just as bad or not like if we let her watch like cartoons on TV mm. it seems to be less crazy mm. Mm. 
is there something in you know YouTube and things like that that are more yeah bro is that right yeah man. Oh, okay yeah I thought it was just me I was like because when she watches like um because we got the the kids channels or whatever mm. and she watches it and she seems less mm. you know she doesn't get crazy like mm. but when we were there to watch YouTube over like after an hour she starts to get a bit mm. thing if we try to take it away or something yeah yeah what what is that what is that well, uh, it's something I've thought about because I've I've noticed that. Well, it depends on. I I think there's one or two channels that um that are close to the engagement um, levels that YouTube has. Like I think maybe um, I, I, it's not the Disney one, but there's another one where they have cool cartoons. But it's just the evolution of of the science behind engagement and engaging kids. You know, the the thing with YouTube is it's just non-stop. There's no there's no real ads, you know, um, you can watch, um, you know, this episode and, and right before it's finishing, the next one's loading, you know, it's kind of <laughs> like Netflix. So it's, it's just, if there's no, like with TV, yeah. there's always going to be ads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and that particular episode, let's say it's, um, yeah, let's say it's uh, Daniel the Tiger. It'll, what was the other one where there's like five dogs and they all have superpowers <laughs> yeah, um, yeah I know the one you're talking about I forgot what it's called <laughs> yeah but I know you're talking about yeah um, and so <laughs> so there's there's that but then the next episode will come and let's say it's about fairies and so if it's a young boy that's watching it loves you know um, this one and so they'll they'll be disengaged when the fairy ones come on uh, because it's like oh that's not my thing, but on YouTube it'll always feed you what you want. Right. Right? And that's so if you if your if your daughter's into just Barbies, YouTube knows so it's just gonna feed you Barbies mm. all day. Like and so that's why when you try yank you know not yank it but if you try say hey look, time's up, um you know YouTube has 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 spent you know one hour with them um, giving them everything that they need to feel the endorphins to be engaged to um, have content that you know prescribed to them down to the you know to the point so that's why it's a bit harder um, you know when it comes to YouTube versus TV Far out. oh so yeah. it is true eh yeah, yeah that makes sense I never thought of it like that yeah the little ads and yeah, you see there's a lot less going on in some of those cartoons too eh like there's one like it just has a duck and it quacks yeah <laughs> Yeah. It's very simple, you know. Some of them, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but they've they've figured out how 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 kids are. Because some of the stuff I see on YouTube, I'm like, how do kids like this? Like, what? I never heard the Daddy Finger song. Like, ah, oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. My daughter likes that one. Yeah, yeah. You know, and some of and even some of the graphics on them are budget ass. But yeah. you just like um, it's all. But bro, it's not. Sometimes I think it's like hypnosis, almost like yeah. They just get these kids in these sort of tunes, and they just love it. And and some of it's real harmless, but the fact that YouTube has figured out how to engage your child means that they're spending more time on it. Mm. So it's still a win for them. Um, and so that's what you have to ask, you know, who's walked away as the beneficiary of the last hour? Is it YouTube or you know your daughter, you know, right, or, right. or my son, you know, in that case, like. And if it's more times than not YouTube, then yeah, we need to sort of assess the timing and then you know what other activities um am i replacing yeah with um you know them spending time on youtube mm. yeah what what do you think um I, this girl is in my class they had to write like um a, uh they had to write something uh, I can't remember, um, but she's saying basically it's harder these days than it was in our parents days and i was like oh maybe it is in a, in a certain way eh? like just with 
the media and things like that. I guess if you let it be, you know, and I guess we all, <laughs> most of us do, uh -huh. eh? Do you think that is? And then what do you th see for the future? Like, you you know, you're, you're doing your workshops and trying to educate people. Um, do you feel like the, the momentum is so strong, like, and there's any, there's not many people, you know, trying to educate and, mm. uh, and empower people and then create more awareness? Yeah, what's your, uh, what's your thoughts on that? The media's massive, bro. Yeah. I mean... Do you think it is harder for the kids now, in a way? In different ways, I guess. Yeah, yeah that's what I was going to say, is, is um, you know, it depends on what, what we mean by it being harder. Right, I think on, yeah, the, yeah. on the social media end, um, yeah, it is it is tough. And, and, and even that has a whole scope of um, issues that we could talk about. Not Issues not at being negative, but issues as in, in terms of they need to make a lot more decisions and they need to be a lot more informed. Like for us, we just went to school and ate our lunch. We didn't we didn't have <laughs> a phone in our pocket to yeah. care about, you know, um, someone didn't tag me in this photo or I didn't know my friends were out on Saturday and where was my invite? Like, because that's the stuff that kids see now, like, or like stuff like, you know, if I was a little bit um, overweight and I'm seeing my friends now that, you know, they got their summer bodies ready online, you know, and I'm talking about kids at high school. And I'm, you know, I'm a bit on the heavy side, you know, and they got all the right filters and, and all of that sort of stuff. And when you're not secure in your character, and because high school, you're still developing. Yeah, still yeah. Fine. So if you're not, um, you know, uh, emotionally um, mature online, you can start to see how the comparing starts to affect people, you know, kids mental health their self-esteem you know and start to feel real sure oh you know i don't have this and i don't have that yeah when, when we're in high school like the only people i would compare myself to is just the people in my class yeah which is i don't know 15 20 people <laughs> whereas now kids you know uh, you know sometimes i come across kids that are on high school and they got a thousand followers or a thousand or more followers and i'm like you're being pulled now by a thousand different people, you know, mm, like, uh, yeah. and so back when we were in high school, like, you only had a small group of friends, and if, if you if your friend had cool nights, then, yeah, you'd, you'd get a little bit, <laughs> I wish I had those, I wish my parents <laughs> could, but that's only one person. Now uh, the kids yeah. today, you know, there's stories after stories of other kids that have cool new tracksuit or whatever, or they're out with their parents, and we we never got to see what other kids got up to, you know. Now it's just being just a yeah. just a real man, like. Yeah. So if we as parents don't um, help our kids secure their their purpose, their character mm -hmm. early, then you're gonna lose them to to the powers of social media and and them falling into these traps of comparison and yeah. all of those sorts of issues, man. Yeah. Mm. No, that's good. It's tough, eh? It's, yeah. It's tough to like digest. Especially when you're a teenager, eh? You a lot of hormones, different things going on, and mm -hmm. it's a tough time in a way. Like you know, you're not mature and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, when I, because I started back at Avondale, I've been at Avondale this year, and um, I'm walking in, like I'm walking into school, and you know, a couple of kids have a, have a phone in the tree doing a TikTok, and I walk through the corridor, and there's a kid, there's a couple of kids like with an iPad and a couple of controllers playing games, and I'm like, man, this is like. I've walked into a time zone there, eh? like, because you know, being away from school for so long. Um, the, oh, it's still cool to see some of the kids playing handball. Mm. You know, there's yeah, a bunch of kids, cool. so that, that's pretty cool. But then, yeah, you see, um, it's mainly the, the, the girls TikToking and then the boys are 
still trying to game at like m- morning tea, lunch. It's like crazy, mm. yeah. Like instead of playing basketball or, mm. or something like that, um, man, it, it, it's a different world. Eh? It was, it was, I don't know what to like, how to take it, eh? Mm. And even like people while they're waiting before class, they're looking at their phone, like scrolling yeah. and stuff like that. It's a yeah, it's out of a time. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna try to. Um, what 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 are you gonna do with your boys in terms of when they get to high school and uh, letting them have a phone and all that sort of stuff? Yeah, yeah. man. Oh, I've I've thought about it, and and there's a reason why. You know, I'm glad that they've seen no real value in in screen time. But I, I think um, in the next 10 to 20 years, um, the biggest commodity, you know, in terms of um, career progression or self-development is, number one, concentration. Mm. And then number two is people skills, bro. Yeah. Because if if you're spending all your time communicating online and doing TikToks and, and gaming, where I mean gaming, there's elements of um, of communication, but the face-to-face stuff, yeah. Um, Bro, you you lose you lose a lot of that spending hours online, bro. Like, so what I mean by that is is I want to develop my boys outside of a device and outside of a screen, so that they have the superior people skills. Not even superior; it's it's almost normal in our day and age. <laughs> but I think the more that kids are online, um, you know, and while me on this side is developing their their skills, their people skills, outside of a screen. I guess, and um, you know, as as wanting to do the best job as a father, is um, is making sure that they have all of these people skills intact because I think those things take um, a really long time to mm. develop. Whereas, because people have asked, you know, oh, what what about um, the way that the the world is moving in terms of technology? How are you going to balance that out with your kids? I was like, you know what. I'm I'm no IT specialist or you know um, you know don't do much online but I think personally you can pick up all of those skills within a year or two if you really wanted to mm. you could learn all of that you can't learn people skills in a year or two mm. that takes you know childhood teenage years to be able to um, be empathetic to be able to um, connect properly to be able to ask probing questions to be able to have an uh, you know exploring mindset those things don't just happen yeah. straight away they're, they're a development um, throughout your childhood and so that's that's the mindset that, that I have for them um, so that you know if they do want to go down the, the tech way cool um, it won't you know it'll it'll take maybe a few years but um, the, their competitive advantage out, out in the world is that they have these solid people skills whereas compared to maybe if I didn't put them through you know these ex- people people skills experiences that they'll, they'll just end up like all of these other nerds that you know super proficient in the you know, software and hardware stuff but absolute shit in negotiation or just have you know just almost like a stereotype nerdy dude that just um, real good at their tech stuff can't communicate yeah um because because they've spent all of their time in front of a computer you know and haven't developed the necessary skills to operate as a human being you know mm, yeah. that's that's really cool i really uh relate to that because like empathy and some of these social emotional skills i don't know i'm still learning now and i feel like i was only starting to be more aware like 25 onwards yeah. for some of these things you know with some failed relationships in that and they're like oh man you know i've got to learn and grow and especially yeah and then uh becoming a father and that and learning about empathy and yeah like you said these these yeah, things yeah. take so long eh they do bro 
to, to develop. I'm the same so as I, you, man. I agree 100%. Yeah. You know, like, I didn't know about a lot of things. I'm quite naive as well, and naturally. Yeah. And so, like, a lot of these things, it, it takes me long to, le- yeah. <laughs> to learn different things like that. But see, the fact is that, that you've realized um, that these things are important and, and it's taken us, you know, 30 plus years to learn. I think, um, you know, for, <laughs> for the benefit of our children is how can I how can I teach this early? Mm. Because there's a lot of, um, you know, a lot of our thoughts are, I wish I knew this earlier. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. so since you thought you wished you knew earlier, why not? Why not start, um, you know, helping our kids through this is this is a coping mechanism when someone bullies you, right. or this is how you breathe through a situation when you're feeling really flustered and yeah. uncomfortable, um, and those are all things that, bro, like you, I've only learnt those things in the last couple of years, but you know, and it's no fault of our parents, but as parents now, we have an opportunity to help, you know, um, implement these sorts of you know, people skills, people management and how to manage your own character and emotions early so that when they hit their teenage years and social, you know, they're on social media, nothing online will phase them. They tell you, you know, you look like a piece of shit or, <laughs> you, you know, you're useless at footy. They've built a character with their father enough through those years to say, well, I know who I am. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, my dad's been telling me I'm a solid dude for the last 10 years. So what's one little comment, you know? Yeah. Whereas someone that hasn't, been taught that you know as soon as you get a couple bad comments or you know people think you're you know um you know have made up something about you bro this is where our kids get in trouble you know because you know we don't have that solid foundation and mm. character man so that's a really good segue into the uh, depression and suicide in that day eh? I, I saw um, a post you did on that and how there's a big correlation eh mm. between the, the growth of social media and and, <coughs> and um and depression and, mm. and suicide, but it's not really a thing that's talked about in terms of how impactful it is. You know, everyone is always talking about raising awareness and talking about it, which there is a lot of benefits to that. But no one's, not many people are saying mm. get off social media or or find different ways to manage it and understand. Mm. You know, grow yourself or grow your kids. You know, develop a stronger sense of self and you know identity and all these different things and i was saying that to combat these things that's right bro they just like talk about it be more aware you know still very general i think i think um i don't think we like i don't know if i you know, i don't really care if i have any in- enemies from this opinion but i think i think there's way too much awareness yeah yeah and no, i agree i agree no man. practical yeah. solutions and and no i mean you know, we've all we've all seen those pieces, and, and big ups to anybody that shared their vulnerable story. Um, but what I find is when I when I watch these stories, they're left they're, they're having me left feeling like there's. So what what's the solution then? Because yeah. you've told me your your sob story, and I think we've all had those tough stories. But if you're going to put out a piece like that, you need to have told me as well and equipped me with some sort of tools to you know. Instead of making me feel like, oh, he's walked through my shoes, but almost left with, well, I've just, I just feel as shit as I did <laughs> before I watched your thing. Yeah. And so it's, it's, it's a, it's a, it's an interesting balance, and that's, that's kind of what I try, try to implement is, is some solutions and even some thought-provoking questions when it comes to, 
you know being honest and, and having those self-reflections because i think yeah there's there's awareness out there but what do you do with that awareness you know and yeah. there needs to be some actions but like like you said earlier um, a lot of studies in the, in the u.s do um correlate the you know the the rise of social media with the rise of anxiety and depression and suicide and and i'm not saying and neither are they saying that that's the cause of it but surely doesn't doesn't help you know and so and it's just like any any you know like we talked about addictions you know this is the escape for a lot of our youths is is you know um buying their time on social media and and there are some cues on on social media when you start to feel like someone's you know, moving towards that sort of state of mind of being unhappy and depressed, but most times they're not. It's um, it's it's easy to just fake um, you know, a happy life when when actually you know it's actually not that you know. So yeah, it's pretty sad because um, I want to help more people and do more things, like, um, but like well, I've got my own <laughs> stuff to deal with as well. Like. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> you know, like you don't have enough energy to to go out to everyone and um yeah and then like even the talking like the awareness so there's specialists out there which which all you know they're doing great work but um but sometimes like people they can't relate if they didn't come from the same background and different things so they're they're talking to someone that maybe some people do relate and then some people don't mm-hmm. um, but i'm yeah, i'm big on the tools as well like i'm coming from the fitness background i'm big on that like exercising nutrition and then I love like what you talk about, you know, learning about yourself and growth mm. as a person. You know, mm. um, there's a book, um, Four Agreements, that's is, uh, that's really had a big impact on my life because there's two of the agreements. It talks about, um, you know, not taking anything personally, mm. and and uh, don't make assumptions. Mm. And so those two of those tools have helped me like uh, navigate when. I try start to get those those thoughts of mm. um, you know assuming don't assume things and um, don't take anything personally because I've learned about it. Mm. But if people don't learn about it, then it's always going to hurt them so much. Sure. And that's that sort of goes back to the, the tools and actions mm. of learning, you know, growth. Yeah. But it takes takes effort and like I, f- I found it a real struggle when I was heavy, you know, into running the g- uh, helping running the gym with my family try to encourage people to exercise and train and it's going to help you mentally and then mm. try to eat a little you know eat a little bit better and all that the the benefits and effects of that but it's a hard sell eh mm. it's i guess it's the same way as is in terms of growth yeah. but people just like want to talk about it mm. <laughs> which is cool eh? i think there's a part for it there's a part for all of it eh? mm. Mm. but you can't we can't narrow it down to to the awareness eh? yeah bro uh, and, and you're right man i, I think from from my own personal experience and, and it's similar to what you're saying man is um i think sometimes we all go looking for those sorts of uh awareness pieces or watch videos about it and ask everybody else about you know whether it's advice around fitness or or even digital discipline stuff um when in fact the answers you already know your, your conscious already has told you your your um your heart already knows what should change but i think sometimes we're too scared to confront you know look at ourselves in the mirror and really um you know agree with what our conscious is telling Mm. us because it's just easier to go and ask someone else on what their opinion is and bro i went through periods of that um where you try and get collect all the advice that you want 
but in fact i actually knew what i needed to do it was just <laughs> i just wanted someone to validate what i already knew and mm. and it's bro the opinions varied you know but i think i think um we already know what we need to do if if you're suffering you know with with being overweight then then you know that that really benefit from your message um and then i i guess that's what i'm trying to say is the point is that it's them that needs to make the decision it's us you know you can get all the advice that you want and awareness but at the end of the day it's you you need to pull the trigger on it then then trying to get someone to drag you through it you know yeah yeah that's what i liked about um when i mentioned earlier that you know you're being honest with yourself you need to say that you're addicted and, and you did something about it um whereas we all have our different issues but we can ignore it or, or sort mm. of attack it eh? mm. and because uh, i got i got tired i got a bit disillusioned trying to get people to to train like i want uh, eat better and different things i wanted it more than they wanted it mm. and now i don't try to push anyone anymore mm. and if they want it they come to me mm. you know i don't chase anybody anymore because i just wasted so many so much energy but I noticed mm. that people, it's sad because a lot of people don't want to face themselves so. to change it. Whatever it is, not just in training and nutrition, like other things as well. Mm. We don't want to face it. Mm. It's, a, it's a sad thing. Like, um, And I hope, you know, if I have things that that I want to confront my own <laughs> mm. <laughs> or someone tells me anyway mm. to, to adjust these things. That's no, ugly. It's, it's, it's all, and both of us know, bro, um, it's all the those conversations that you have in your own head and the, the things that only you know about yourself, you know, all of the very toxic and ugly and secret and private things are the things that really impact your health, mm. that really impact why you're on social media and impact, you know, your relationships. It's all of the stuff that, um, you know, we, we sort of glaze over and point it, you know, to something that's a, a general um sort of uh conclusion as to why i am the way i am but i think we all know it's there's something way deeper that impacts the way that my relationship functions or the way that i parent you know yeah you know sometimes we say oh that's just um how i was raised and that's why i you know i raised my kids that way i don't think people want to really unpack the impact that your childhood has had as to why you parent the way you parent, you know, mm. and such as it with the health, you know, I find that, um, you know, I'm, I'm no health guru, but I found that um, talking to a few people in health, the actual problem isn't with their health, it's something else in their lives <laughs> Yeah, yeah. that, that is the problem, you know, and, and it's the stuff that um, they don't, no one wants to talk about, glaze over it, but it's always, it always seems to be something else, you know, an eating disorder isn't about that they attract you know they want to eat that food it's it's an escape yeah from you know this thing that they're hiding and nobody knows yeah and nah 100 percent because there will be people that go to the gym all the time and post about it but they got the same problem just in a you know a different addiction right mm. through the gym going to the gym mm -hmm. but because they maybe look look healthy yeah they claim to be but they're not but there's something yeah, yeah 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 it can be the toxic man that's a good word the toxic um thing i think there's um i see that like you know someone like looks healthy or whatever and then they they get something mm. but it's, it's not just because it could be bitterness or jealousy or mm. all these different things they things we haven't dealt with like you said when we were little kids mm. um that can make us sick or unhealthy yeah it's mm. not just um you know narrow down to the yeah. food and that and i think um we've always got to be 
like having better what is it iterations of ourselves or whatever like if you have a I don't know um, business or whatever it should mm. be getting better mm. you know making little changes all the time mm. if it's still the same just like our personality or ourselves mm. we're, we're holding things down yeah we're not dealing with them so it should be incrementally always mm. getting a little bit better eh? changing it eh? just right. like us with our personality or not personality but our being who we are mm. and we're making little changes and if we don't then that can get to toxicity or yep. make us sick or mm. act out in different ways eh? yep. do you find that um because because i think i really believe that um you know as, as islanders and and maoris too we we got a very strong um uh sense of intuition bro like, yeah and and so you know, sometimes we we try and operate in this Balangi world where um, sometimes you know it has to be medically and scientifically explained. But I think um, you know we 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 have a good gauge on people's spirits, you know, and souls. Mm. Do you find that? I guess my question is: Do you find that sometimes there are groups of people that do love to train and rely heavily on training to so that they don't have to confront the the internal battles and they use that as their maybe their front on social media but you know they're really super fit and strong um and that's used to qualify their being when inside th- yeah. they don't want to do any work it's just easier to work out than it is to work on what's going on in their yeah. heart kind of thing 100 percent, man for sure that's the 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 bar for some people eh? but because it's seen as more of a healthier thing it doesn't really get called out you know, mm. it doesn't really, people don't question it, mm. but there's, I know um, some fitness professionals, to me, they're always like, um, like going on about the same things, mm. which are good things, but I'm like, get over it, man, mm. like, but I think they're, whatever their thing is, they're not dealing with it. That's right. So even if it's, though it's a good case that they keep complaining about, mm. um, like, they've got to yeah. move on. That's right. So no, yeah, definitely. I think it's just because it's it's masked and being healthy. That's right. That no one no one will question it or yeah or see just, it as yeah. as unhealthy. Yeah, just a, just an example that's just popped up while you were talking about that while you're explaining um, those individuals. Um, I've been listening to a few podcasts of uh, Mike Tyson, yep. um, hot boxing, and he's one who self-proclaimed like just just sinner just like um <laughs> in the first years of his so uh, i guess that's a that's a parallel is probably greatest boxer in that generation of that era and just nobody could mess with him you know and and everybody held him to this is the epitome of a fighter when in fact outside of the boxing ring his life was absolute rubbish and so i guess that's why i'm trying to make that that point where you know i think physical health is important but I think just as important as that is is making sure that our our what do they call it Maori your oh, wild, yeah, hold, yeah, hold, yeah, yeah. Um, and your spirit and your emotions are are at a you know yeah. strong level mm. um, just as much as your physical strength because this will you know this will mask it for a while but eventually this will catch up to you if you're not working on your on your heart and your soul you know yeah man I agree. Uh, I got this thing from Ty Lopez. He he talks about um like uh, health, wealth, love, and fulfillment, and I think it's been a few years now. That's the sort of the way I've been trying to um, balance out my thing because I think I was a lot 
too much health and fitness. You know, I was in that category for a while, yeah. and now I've tried to do more. Um, I've become more. I guess I was a lot more selfish before, and I guess I have elements of that now still. But I'm trying to be more. You know, put my wife and kids first, and yeah. things like that, family events, and that because yeah. I was like driven to do these things but I think it came at a cost and mm -hmm. so now I'm trying to do my health you know she'll work out every day but not for two hours and mm -hmm. I don't need to eat special foods anymore wealth you know I've got to work it mm -hmm. feels good making money and you know putting food on the table for your family health wealth love so have good relationships with the family and friends mm -hmm. invest into that and fulfillment you know like giving back and mm -hmm. you know I go to church for faith mm -hmm. you know those sort of things spend some time in the word and pray and things like that so that's the yeah like you said the holder you know I, I try to do it that way now whereas I was definitely t too much one way of like mm. health and fitness for a long period of time yeah. Yeah. You know, especially with my footy and that as well oh, that was I guess health and wealth because I was trying to play footy and make money mm. you know and then the other ones sort of yeah. so you go through different phases of yeah. which ones are more important and you know mm type of thing yeah it's um bro you got you got to give yourself props and i'll give you props man it's um it's it's um definitely a really big challenge you know it's not the easiest thing to water all of those four things um mm -hmm. constantly throughout the day or even week you know because i feel like you do need to feed into those um every day you know yeah. And, you know, you've got 24 hours in the day. Um, and that's why, you know, that's the parallel to social media because I think social media eats up a lot of mm. that time. We're supposed to be um, watering and feeding into your own soul or feeding into a relationship or feeding into, you know, development of your mind and your spirit or even the, the physical aspect um, that social media will... Not social media, it's it's actually us, you know. Yeah, it, yeah. Uh, social media's not, you know, got no gun pointed to our head <laughs> better get on instagram for two hours today you know but um you know that that's that's where i think we start to suffer is because for you know the, let's say the 16 hours in our day and minus eight because we work you know and maybe another two hours for miscellaneous stuff the, you, you, we're spending you know three four five hours you know for the remainder of the day in front of a screen you know and then you have to kind of ask yourself you know when my life's going to shit you know <laughs> well where's my time going and, mm. and where am i you know um, investing yeah my time and and, and it's uh, it's uncomfortable nobody nobody wants i think people are more comfortable admitting that they have a drinking problem and i'm a smoker and i need then then saying yeah I, I spend five hours on, you know, being nosy on social media. <laughs> I, it's it's more embarrassing it almost, eh? It is more <laughs> embarrassing, bro. People don't want to admit that, but that's, that's, there's hours unaccounted for every week, you know? Yeah. You put up a great post recently about that, um, uh, you know, 2000s, 2020s finish. Like, but our goals, you know, we got distracted through our desires for social media and that. Mm -hmm. Um Man, I, I, definitely for me as well. Like I'm on, more, I don't know how long, but I'm I'm on there a lot more. And I used to read a lot, mm. and I'm like, man, I don't read that much. And I'm like, obviously I got my kids, but I still got time. But I'm online, mm. and I'm like, at the end of the day, I maybe read a couple of pages, but maybe before I read five to ten or something like that. Mm. And I'm like, oh man, I'm on the media taking away from my um, my reading time. And like when I read, I feels like more wholesome, mm. and I learned something solid. Um, 
it's it's sharp too because you know the like on the social media like I scroll read something boom next thing and so I don't really remember anything solid that's right you know yeah, bro. and I feel like oh, I didn't actually get anything but if I read like a book you know five ten pages I feel like I got some gems out of that mm. and I go to bed like you know I grew a little bit yeah but when I do social media I, I don't feel like I got anything really you know that's gra- right. grasped anything that's right and I'm like damn so with your post about um wasting time um you know that we on media that we should be spending on our goals and that mm. i'm like oh i was supposed to write an article oh, i didn't have time but i was like if i add up it's probably like you know a couple of hours here and there you know i could have wrote that article <laughs> that's right man that's right it's 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 i i can't remember and uh, it was a couple of weeks ago where i learned about the perception of time and um it was it was a story a guy was telling about <clears throat> someone that needed to um to organize an event that usually would take three or four days to organize but his boss had said bro our company's under the pump if we don't get this organized in the next two hours we're going to lose this gig ends up doing it in two hours, two hours that, that's what i mean about perception is sometimes we think that oh you know i had such a busy day i didn't get through everything i needed to get through <laughs> bro stop bullshitting yourself <laughs> like you actually you start thinking that straight after being on social media for two hours so the busyness and the perception of time it's it's what you allow so if i was to be productive and and say i have a b and c to do and it should take me today i think we've all done it and and it's the the natural development of our character like <laughs> you know we probably only got through one task and then come up with some sort of excuse to say oh yeah just didn't get around so it's just been a full-on day nah man it wasn't full-on <laughs> just on your phone you spent half an hour in bed when you woke up you know you had a little scroll 20 minutes here in between breaks you should have left at 11 30 but you left 11 45 because mm. what you were watching somewhat inspirational thing online yeah you know <laughs> and what did you get out of it nothing you lawns haven't you know the the lawns are still overgrown and weeding's not done like you know and, and we keep it's just a cycle man yeah. and so that perception of time is people people just aren't honest with themselves and just yeah. saying that it's, it's it's my addiction to social media as to why i'm failing my grades uh why i didn't make the cut for this particular you know opportunity and i didn't prepare well why because you know yeah try and nail it and it, and I, I bet you nine times out of ten it's your lack of discipline to remove this device away from you know some solid concentrated time you know yeah and that's that's really good the, the concentration um, thing is uh, interesting because when I look at my daughters and they look at me I, f- I feel like they're really looking at me yeah. intently and then when I look at adults like some really look intently and then some don't and even myself I might be looking at you or someone else but I'm thinking about other things. Mm. But I've, I'm learning from my daughters. When they look at me, they're really looking at me mm-hmm. and taking everything in, like my mouth movement and <coughs> gestures, you know. I'm like, it sort of um, scares me because they're looking really intently. But I'm like, I feel like we, we lose that as we get older a little or we, we let, it, let it you know happen to us a little bit. And then we can't, yeah. con- like you said, we can't concentrate. Yeah. And I've got these, you know, the kids at school that are gaming or on social media. They come in, they're tired. Because they're mm-hmm. up late, and because you know the light um, stuffs up your mm-hmm. sleep as well, you don't release um, melatonin, so it stuffs up your sleep. So you come in, they're tired, but they haven't done anything really, but mm-hmm. they feel like they have. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. And then another thing, sorry, one more is um, um, I was talking to my good mate, um, 
he he coaches as well, and that, and he says, um, I feel like kids are getting less competitive as well. Yeah, is yep. that is that true? Is that yeah, bro. So two points. I'll, I'll, I'll yeah. So I'll there's a couple of questions. No, in there. That first one um, with um, your your daughters looking intently. That's bro. That's the that's the thing that I think we should take as a as a as a learning experience for us is because they are hundred percent present. Mm, yeah, for sure. For us, when we get older, <laughs> uh, I don't know, bro. Don't quote me on this, but um, uh, I had heard somewhere that it was we we are present five to ten percent of the day. <laughs> five to ten percent. Because Damn. if you really pick it apart, we're either thinking about the past and regretting, or oh, I, w- I wish I didn't, you know, I didn't get into that deal, or I, w- I wish you didn't never said that, you know, and we're fuming and just going through, or we're worrying about the future, you know. What, what, I don't really want to go to my in-laws, you know, blah blah. blah you know, I, don't, I don't like my brother-in-law, you know. Just and we're just like thinking about the future. What am I going to eat? You know, like kids don't, kids don't think like that. They don't care about what happened yesterday. They don't sit there and like, oh, my brother really hurt me yesterday when they're really young. Like they don't. They just they have a fight. They get over it, and then they just they just present again. That's our problem is is we don't practice how to be present enough because and then you add in the element of of having your phone on you as as an as another you know distraction but our minds are just constantly being entertained of, of nothingness bro that's yeah. that's that's our problem eh? Yeah. so yeah on on that front bro um yeah even even me I, i'm not the best at it but when my boys and you know when i'm devoting my time to them because you can still spend time with them and still have this demeanor that you're thinking about something and i know mm, they, yeah, they yeah, can yeah. see me you know because i'm not answering or i'm not um you know asking anything intent i'm just kind of like robotic with you know when when we're talking i'm like oh i'm not sure son you know when i actually could give a better answer than that <laughs> you know when they ask about something yeah. but i'm not present because i just want to throw out something just to fill in that little that question and just keep thinking about you know what i need to do and that's that's not fair on them, eh? It's 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 yeah, it's not nice because then they start to pick up those cues and and just like kids, bro, they um, you know, they they follow what they've been taught, kind of thing. Um, but then on the on the on the competitive end, man, yeah, man, it's it's bro, it's these days it's participation central, eh? Like yeah. everybody wants to feel like they achieve something. Is social media part of that, or or is it different? Is it different? I don't know. Yeah. It seems like it's close to the timing, you know, the time. But I don't know if it is that or or it's more society. I'm not sure. I think I think on a on a school school sense, like primary schools, I, yeah, I think I think they they want to keep people safe in terms of the emotion, so they make sure that everybody, you know, walks away with something. Yeah, there's a award for everything. There's a award for everything, bro. Um, you came to school for two weeks in a row. Mm. Well done. Yeah, yeah, I it don't is. Know, yeah, I, I, I just. I just think they are um, too afraid for kids to get their feelings hurt. Mm. I think they 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 think too much. What what am I trying to say? I think they, um, uh, they're trying to um, portray what they're feeling about you know their own feelings onto the kids when kids don't don't feel like that. But because of their insecurities as an adult, they think that this is what a kid would feel if they came through. You know. So they're like, oh, no, well, everybody came first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah, gotcha. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? Projecting their own yeah. thoughts of how they would feel. As an adult. Yeah. When, 
you know you're doing it for kids so kids will obviously feel and think differently but you know we we pass we keep passing on these adult ways of thinking into uh you know a, a child you know environment you know yeah so from the primary school it's more from the teachers and that but getting into intermediate and high school do you think the media or not more society sort of thing yeah probably more society i think i think there's different elements of competition online um but you notice it especially in uh, like salmons that i see you know like posting up their new you know their new vehicle or uh, you know and, and yeah. it's a sort of a one-up kind of thing and, and this is where friends and family online start to create these scenarios like how come my husband hasn't bought me a <laughs> you know or how come my husband hasn't started a you know whatever it is yeah um and even adults it's, it's just as bad as youth you know it's just different um scenarios but the comparison and the competition um you know gets a little bit out of hand so you know uh, big props to people that have these you know massive weddings but you know you know in the past you don't hear about it now but you, you know they they got highlight reels and you know the smoke you know, you know proposal nothing wrong with that but if if you're not well off and you're about to get married and you see someone have this extravagant like wedding mm. woman's gonna look at you like so <laughs> we're going Stacey Jones at instant financing because I want a wedding like that yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm like and, and it's just to keep up with the yeah, with the Joneses true, it's, true. it's not it's not you know in the past you only hear about it but with social media it's yeah. it's a lot more um you know it's yeah you can you can see everything that goes on you know I don't think about competition from that side, but yeah, it's very true now that I think about it. Because I've always been thinking about competition in terms of sports and stuff. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, there's competition in different ways, eh? It's secret because nobody talks about it. It's yeah. it's it's just, uh, you know, it's the it's the, the pureness of it. It's envy, you know, yeah. and that's this in the word, you know, be careful of envy. But but we don't like to um, um, put it out as, as envy, but, you know, subconsciously when you've seen you know a few cool weddings and you're about to get married you've created almost this uh subconscious expectation right, right, yeah. that this is what you know and it goes to music too you know like um you know that you see enough video clips and and this is you know and let's say i'm 12 or 13 you see enough video clips and you start to create this uh perception that this is what this is what a real man does is um need to get a knife and stab someone you know or <laughs> i need a track suit with a bum bag you know this is you know and and, and i'm not saying that that it's their fault because it's not but this is um the the power and pull of of media is you know now my son's asking you know oh, i want to <laughs> feel it you know i want to feel a track suit thing, want, thing yeah. where's that yeah yeah, yeah yeah that's it and um you know i think we all done it in, in phases you know yeah. we want to fit in um but I mean, that's that's the thing of social media is, is it starts to get in a um, not so good space when you're doing things that aren't your character, you know, that you're not being true to yourself. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, because of what's the trend on social media. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> now I really like that with the uh, concentration, um, because I was going to ask maybe three things for 2001, but you sort of had three just for our conversation. You know, let the kids be bored, but with stuff around, right? Obviously. Mm -hmm. Yep. Uh, toys and things that they can play with um, concentration eh? concentration um, I don't know if it's uh, and people skills eh? teaching them people mm. skills and well, is there any uh, another tip or so maybe heading into 2000 like uh, 2000 
21. Mm. One, one, maybe one more thing, you reckon? Yeah, those are all kind of like parent-type tips yep. <coughs> and things maybe to... one or two things. Things, things to watch out for. Um, I think I think probably... Yeah, probably the only one is, is, is actioning your awareness um, because, um, you know, we're... You know, this is this is awesome that you've run this bro. Like, and there's heaps of gems that we've both talked about, um, and amongst all the other work that you've done. But I, I, I bet you your bottom dollar that um a lot of you know, and I've I've done it too, bro. I admit it that I've I've listened to podcasts and felt like there are heaps of cool gems, and <laughs> don't actually do anything about it. You know, and yeah. so and so what what that turns into is entertainment. Mm. And and just like I'm fascinated with documentaries more than like watching a Marvel series, I like to be entertained with um, information and podcasts. But you know, wh- wh- how am I going to actually mm. action and and make this um, you know make my life more valuable from what I've heard? And right. so in in a few podcasts, I've made sure that I'm not listening to it on the road. That I'm, you know, I'm there with a pen and pad, you know, because I don't want to miss anything. Yeah. And so, yeah, I guess, I guess, yeah, in a long way about it, that's that's probably, that's probably one thing is is actioning um, a lot of the awareness. Yeah. Because I don't want to waste your, you know, the that time and effort you put into your work and anybody else that adds value, you know, if if you really do follow, you know, uh, you know, um, a, a movement like yourself, there needs to be some intent after this podcast yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. yeah, no, that's really that's really awesome advice, and I'll be guilty of the same thing. I like uh, documentaries and podcasts, um, and I agree with the the action. But I think there's still good like value to like say if they listen to this, but no one doesn't. Uh, someone doesn't do anything then, but they uh, just like marketing. If they see it a few other places, mm-hmm. um, maybe there's someone you've worked with there and they hear it, mm. then it can lead to change later on maybe sometimes yeah man because some people will be like boom straight away like oh yo i'm gonna um you know try to work on myself and you know let let kids be bored give them tools and stuff Mm. and then some people will be like just sort of forget about it but then run into someone else or see a post online that can lead to change later eh? it's it's, maybe not then and there but yeah it's a seed man yeah yeah plant a seed yeah um and some might be ready to sow the actions of it right now and some you know they would have heard the message but it won't be a couple of years till yeah. they're like oh you know I heard about this and now yeah. it's happening to my child yeah, yeah you know at least there was some form of awareness before but now I can action that what what was you know what I was being made aware of you know when I listened to that particular podcast sort of thing hmm. yeah where I'm at now like is with the, some uh, the advice you've given me like I'll leave my phone in the other room here and there or try to leave it at home sometimes when I'm going places and that but I still I still uh, find myself even in the dilemma as well like um, I'll I'll catch myself and, what are you doing what do you think chucking away and stuff like that so I guess it's a bit of a journey eh? and putting more things in place eh? like before I was more blindly like just consuming and not knowing mm-hmm. but now I'm more aware of what what's happening and what I'm doing and um, further along but still have yeah, you know, stuff to improve on. I'll, I'll give you an example, bro. Like, um, <clears throat> of of still being on social media, but being a little bit more um, mature about it. And so, like, so like I said, um, I told you last week. Me and my boys went up to Whangarei, uh for a couple of days, and um, I'm I'm still active on social media. So I know we're going to be at the beach for six hours. So I'm allowed to take 
couple photos right now and maybe one or two little videos um, the thing is um, I don't post that stuff instantly you know I, I take it then I, I put my phone away and, and it's just to you know make sure that their mum knows what they're up to and I'm not saying to go to any event and just don't have your phone but the problem that I see is um, that I, even I used to do is we'll take you know we'll take a little video and we'll stand there and we'll post it straight away you know all the because posting doesn't uh, you know it takes a little while yeah yeah to load and <laughs> to load to figure out what you want to say and, yeah, and add yeah. all of the little stuff yeah. it, it takes up filter or whatever yeah yeah, yeah bro so for me i capture it i save it and then i put my phone away the, I, as soon as they're asleep then then i'll you know yeah. i'll think about going back and, and and putting it up sometimes i forget man um, but the point is that I've yeah I've documented I've taken a photo, um, but I was present yep. pretty much the whole time after that. I wasn't constantly going because when you post it, the temptation then is to go back and check who's commented, who's liked it, who's seen my story kind of thing. Whereas if you do it at night, well you know you've already spent your time being present, and so yeah. it, there was no there was never any rule that you needed to upload something, you know right there on the spot. But I feel like the majority of people like to do that straight away uh, yeah. and and that takes away you know a bit more time from actually being present you know? yeah yeah i am um, at work i started not carrying my phone around and i carried it around a few days and but i noticed like there's this pool eh? i don't man it's I in my know. pocket and i'm like oh what's, what's, i've got a little little vibrate there mm. what's going on mm. there and then i'll put it in my bag and like how much better my interactions are yeah you know yeah. it's crazy eh? your mind's just like even though it's in your pocket, you feel these little yeah. to And sometimes, uh, you know, I even convince myself, oh, what's the time? <laughs> Shut up, Danny. The, the clock's on the wall. You just need to walk a few steps and you'll know what the time is. Why don't you check your phone for? Because, <laughs> you know, you, as soon as you pick it up, yeah. you know, you, then you, there's oh, just a real quick, you look at the Facebook icon, there's like three, you know, yeah, how it has the... Notifications there. Oh, must be urgent, bro. I I, I admit freely, a ninety nine percent of those notifications have nothing to do with me. Like, it, here's a kids event this weekend, or like, your yeah. auntie added a new story. I'm like, but we we, uh, Facebook smart like that. They'll always chuck your notifications yeah, on there yeah. to to get you in there. You know, yeah. dumb as hell. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but man, did that pool where like yeah. now that I'm more aware, I'm like, oh man, what's this doing to me? But before I would just check. Yep. like mindlessly yeah just like oh, hang on. oh yeah. Yeah, yeah but you know i wouldn't think too you know think uh think of it again you know yeah but now i'm like oh i can see what's going on here yeah, you know yeah, i better yeah. leave this in my bag you yeah. know sort of thing good on you bro um so digital discipline so yeah how did that form it i mean you obviously talked about how to form it yeah where's it at and you know what's going on like projects and you do workshops and things like that yeah man it's um uh it'll be a quiet month this month and and the majority of January be quiet, but um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm believing in God a lot. Um, I left my full-time job probably about six weeks ago to, to do this well, full-time. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I think, you know, deep in my heart that um, that it deserves full-time because, you know, I'd been working, you know, um, normal, you know, nine-to-five job, doing this on the side kind of thing. Um, but I've realized that um, being in it full-time, I'll be able to, you know serve god's purpose through you know this is own it's a, it's a it's its own little ministry almost where mm. i get to you know make an impact 
um, in my little corner of the world kind of thing. Yeah. And so uh, where it's at at the moment is, um, you know, there's, there's one or two cool opportunities for the next couple of months to um, partner with some some cool groups where I'll be able to um, do workshops for families um, over the next uh, six or so months. Um, and then on top of that is um, a few workshops lined up for next year. Um, and so I guess I guess there's nothing like massive in the works besides um, you know the few people that um, contact every every week. There's someone that needs help um, yeah. with situations. So um, you do one-on-one uh, like consultations as yeah. well. Yeah, I, I'd like it to be more family, but there are individuals uh-huh. that that come on their own, um, and so you know would have a catch-up either in person or over the phone. It's usually what I like to do. Um, but outside of that, man, um, yeah, it was just, I'm not sure if you you had seen, but I've recently written a book. Yeah, um, kids book, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so my, my two boys are the main characters in that book. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm excited for that to, to come out, man. And it's, um, yeah, it's written in English and Samoan. Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, so it, it, it's a story uh, that's, yeah, relevant to digital discipline anyway. And so... No, I'm pretty pretty pumped, eh? What's yep. that called? That's your boy's name, eh? Is that right? Yep. So the title of the book is called Lemalia and Sakalia School Holiday. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, um, how was the process for that? You know, writing the book, uh, how long and, you know, was it hard? Like, what? Yeah. yeah, bro. It's, um, yeah. <laughs> I, I, caught, I caught the bug um, of writing because, um, yeah, I, I thought it was going to be a one-off, but... Um, yeah, I'm planning to write a few more, to be honest. Um, but the actual process, I, I think because it was a story that, um, you know, I already had kind of lived through and it's, you know, my bread and butter, it wasn't that hard to write it. Mm. I think it was more the um, uh, the logistics of getting this book out um, was the difficult part. So, you know, I, was, I, I had my really good friend Thomas Greentree, he's, a, he's an artist and, and so... You know, I gave a little few. Uh, I gave a few sketches, and he turned it into you know some really good illustrations. But I think it was the the translation and just the the actual printing of the book was. Uh, yeah, it's been an, been an interesting you know. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know, learning learning event for me, bro. So. Ah, that's yeah. cool, man. Got your own book. Uh, how long was that process? How was that process roughly? I think I think I started. I think to write the actual story in program took like maybe a day or two and so it was quick man like to write like, that and it's just all the other stuff that took ages yeah bro so to get it translated um that took um maybe two weeks um she's awesome she's uh it's uh this girl named ida she's she's based in samoa had had worked here for a year um and so um she had she had done the translation um and and so i th- you know for for almost the last month i thought it was finished until you know, I'd realize something or like, for example, I met with a guy who, um, who's written books and I showed him and I was sitting at the printers already and he already saw some grammatical errors and it's a, it's a, it's a book where it's like maybe two or three sentences per page. And I, I thought I had a good command on English, but he was like, bro, you, you probably need to put a comma here to break up the sentence. Kiora doesn't have a capital O. It's just a normal O. And he, and he had suggested, "Oh, bro, I'll, I'll check you over to my editor." I was like, "Bro, <laughs> <laughs> didn't know my English was that bad." But I guess, I guess, um, yeah, 
these professionals know how to word things properly and punctuation and all of that. So I got it cleaned up, got the Samoan version cleaned up. There's there's not an issue around that, but Samoa doesn't have a, a standard when it comes to um, its language or translation. So we had two um, differing opinions where, you know, um, my friend who's a linguistic, totally appreciate um, his input, but had said to put all these like glottal stops and, and all of these other acronym stuff to um, to to write the translation and then you know other opinions were actually Samoans don't read it like that they don't put that looks too dictionary version yeah. for me and so um, my wife says that too she says uh, they don't um, use uh, what's it called apostrophes and that because they just know how to say it. They only did it for Balinese. That's right. So they know how to say it. So those are cues but that... But someone's know how to read it and say it. That's right. Just naturally sort of thing. Yeah. But they only did it for English pretty much. All that's these right. things. But the written language wasn't like that. Yeah. It was never a written language. And, and oh, all yeah, of those yeah, yeah. all of those things were cues for um, non-Samoan yeah, speakers yeah, yeah. to... How to my muffa a certain uh, vowel or something. Yeah. Um, whereas Samoans don't need any of those yeah, cues man she says you don't need that yeah, yeah. and so it was that was another big decision point because i had to go explain to both of these um, people and part of this team of writing the book that actually we don't need that or <laughs> <laughs> yeah and yeah so doing that and then just the spread of it and and finding the right printer there was a printer here that I had lined up and there and then i started to realize that it would be easy in china and then it was finding out how to get a you know all of the like customs number and all of that i was like but i just thought i'd write a book you draw the pictures and it just gets printed out of thin air <laughs> and get dropped off to my front door <laughs> but just yeah naive bro um but got a good system now and, and at least you know for the next one i know yeah. for the next one bro so when, when are they uh drop it is um covid put a big halt on that or um so sitting at the printers, um, it's just a decision on me whether I get it shipped or, or air freighted, not okay. just on plane. But but it'll definitely be here by February. Yep. Um, and so, yeah, I'm, I've drafted out uh, two books already. So as soon as they land, then, then I'll, yeah, I'll run the through those two. next ones, bro. Yeah. I just want to know, like establish a proper system for this one and then, yeah, then just replicate it for the other ones. Mm, oh, that's exciting yeah. and um, just buy it through your, uh, your website or your um, social, uh, your Instagram and that yeah to bro get the books yeah so that's, that's my other task is to set up like a almost like a Shopify yeah, thing yeah, like yeah. an online store um, and then just a couple groups have already said that they you know they want to pre-order or pre-buy some books so they can um, store them and sell them off yep yep man yep, yep. Oh, that's cool eh yeah it's like exciting man yeah. Uh, yeah, who would have thought, you know, studying something you didn't want to study and now you're... Yeah, no, nah, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, writing and selling books, that's pretty cool, man. Yeah, bro. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the, so, projects, so the um, workshops, eh? So, schools, schools, how would um, they just get in touch and you would, would you just talk to the leaders or the assembly or that type of thing? Yeah, man, it's, it's just a variety of different options um, depending on the school's timing, yeah. budget, and what they want out of it. Yeah. Some schools have wanted a workshop series, so I've turned up and done you know three or four workshops um, covering different topics. Some have just wanted a school assembly. Um, but yeah, you can always reach me on um, yeah, on Digital Discipline on Facebook, Instagram. Just um, email as well, just digitaldiscipline.co.nz. Mm. Well, that's awesome, and 
So uh, stepping out in faith, eh? That's massive, eh? Quitting uh, the job to go full-time six weeks in purpose. That's something that um, I've been wanting to do, create a workshop for as well. Like, um, I feel like that's another piece of the puzzle in terms of uh, depression and suicide as well. And and trying to help kids, like, uh, again, in the, the book, the, the Four Agreements, it talks about everything we learn as kids is from our parents or whoever brings us up and and we have these things uh innate and in us but we, we we start to deviate from some of the things that we have from us because we're taught these other things mm-hmm. but i think we all have these dreams in us but we stop hearing these voices stop getting these urges to do these different things so i'm going to try to create a workshop to help kids because you know when you ask like a lot of kids what do you want to do when you go I'm not sure but I feel like they do know deep yeah. down but it's just trying to find a way to dig them out mm. or point them in the right direction or just get started and you know that type of thing so I think it's cool that you've you know found your purpose like in, in your calling from God to to um, make an impact through mm. digital discipline um, well we have to keep in touch on that eh? I'm just I mean, I've talked to a few people but um, yeah thanks man yeah <laughs> purpose so yeah. we have a few more questions um great uh so this is sort of like i usually like to ask these at the end uh greatest lessons your uh, parents taught you so your mom and dad so greatest lesson uh mom and dad taught you service yeah serving serving yeah 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 that's the, that's one of the biggest ones that i've learned from them yeah unconditional service the unconditional part is something i'm still working on yeah <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah that's yeah i'm just I'm, I'm happy to admit some of the stuff i struggle with but you know you, yeah yeah you, you do you do stuff you do stuff because you still get that whiff of uh, you know where's my acknowledgement or <laughs> yeah, yeah, what yeah. do i get in return that's yeah. normal bro but yeah so it's hard to do it unconditionally like my parents but yeah oh, nice. yeah that's one thing um something uh a book book that's had a big impact on your life or a book that you um, recommend or something that you know is really yeah. I don't read books man nah, nah, nah. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm real bad I, I read two books um, probably like two years ago oh, year and a half ago but this is how bad it is I can't even remember one was about marketing and one was just like purpose driven book but yeah can't can't remember but yeah. um, I'll tell you one book I am excited for is my own book. Nice, nice. Is it so? If you could put a message on a uh, on a billboard that everyone would see on their way to work or school or wherever they're going, what what message would you leave on the billboard? Put your phone down for once. That's, that's what I would say. While they drive, while we're driving. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it's funny because some of the workshops I do, I ask who on the way here is, you know, uh, you know, picked up their phone while driving here. Yeah, more than half put their hand up, and I, I, I always say, you know, I know there's more, but you know, thank you for those who put their hand. <laughs> but it is crack up how how many times you pick up your phone yeah. while you're driving. Eh? But yeah, yeah, it would be that. Literally, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's where. Then, um, is there any um? final thoughts or things you'd like to share that we didn't cover um for the last question no man it's a it's a massive topic like like um you know seen over our little um talk today um yeah but um 
Yeah, I I think it is just having those conversations first. It's around education, but also you know having the you know having the balls and the courage to make those adjustments um, within your household, mm. within your relationship, um, because like we've established, bro, and there's no real massive consequences like physical consequences for being on your phone, but emotionally and spiritually and relationally, it can have some massive um, impact. So, yeah, I mean, I mean. Yeah, that's that's what I hope people take away from today is um, you know a perspective, um, and if it's a perspective that resonates, then um, hopefully that um, we can make those little incremental changes with um, you know picking up our phone. Yeah, yeah. Man. awesome. And just lastly, just your definition of uh, success. Ooh, definition of success. Um, yeah, good question. Uh, definition of success. Um, I wish it would roll off my tongue, but it would be being wealthy internally, bro. Not not in terms of monetary stuff, but being successful for me as someone that's you know totally filled abundantly in wealth with their spirit and their soul, man. I'm far from that, but uh, <laughs> that's, that's what success is to me, man. Yeah. No. Tony Lauf, thank you for your time, man, and um, sharing all those um, all those gems, and hopefully we can. Um, Take some action on, <laughs> action on it, whether it's now or, or even just uh, plant some seeds out there eh, for That's the right. future. Yeah. But now, thanks for coming out. Thanks for your time and all the best with the book launch. We'll um, we have to catch up uh, again in the future to see how things have progressed, eh? Because sure. we don't know what the the future is going to hold, eh? That's right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you again once once again for your time. No, I appreciate it also. Thank you so much.